welcome to episode 12 of Concentrated, the podcast about movies, comics, shows, and all the other cool stuff that we feel like talking about from the perspective of nerds of color. I'm your host, Maria, and I'm here with my co-host, Eric. Hello. And Manira. Hi. So today is all about previews. Is this 13? Again. Episode 13? Okay. Yeah. We've been doing it. I got No, dude. It's episode 12. Is it 12? I said episode 12. You said 12? I said 12. Okay. I was confusing. <laughs> the numbers at 13. Ne- keep going. I, I'm, I'm my bad. Yeah. <laughs> what? I looked at the countdown thing and it's at 13. Oh All right. So as you can tell, it's that type of day, guys. It is, in fact, episode 12, though. Um, and it's going to be another episode about previews. Um, obviously, it's shaping up to be a pretty good movie season this summer. And you know we're going to have thoughts. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you're right. It's good in the fact that we have a lot of choices. Mm -hmm. How about that? Not necessarily that everything that's coming out has been great. Facts. (laughs) (laughs) So clearly, y'all know we got a lot to talk about. And we think a lot about what's coming out now in July. We got thoughts. Um, But first, it is time for Eric Does the News. (laughs) Sound effects. All right, I got three stories. Uh, first of all, Paul Rudd has been cast in the new Ghostbusters movie. Uh, there's no idea; no nobody knows who he's playing, but he has been cast. He put a little video on Twitter in front of him of him in front of the iconic Ghostbusters fire station in New York. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about. Okay, yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say because it's not a problem with Paul Rudd because mm-hmm. I love Paul Rudd. Calm down. Um, He's not I'm here. Okay, <laughs> with Paul Rudd. I love Paul I Rudd. I love Paul Rudd. Um, but a, I didn't feel. I mean, I knew we were getting another Ghostbusters, but I didn't feel like we needed another like soft, hard, or whatever type of reboot you want to call this. I thought the the chick one was cool, and that was good because we didn't really need that either. Yeah. Um, no. Well, this is like a straight up sequel to Ghostbusters two. Why? It's the same timeline because I don't I don't know. People got their panties in a bunch. Two wasn't even good. Well, it's not great. Not unless you count that banger by Bobby Brown. Oh, yeah, yeah. I count it. I love that song. Too oh hot to handle. Too God. cold to hold. Mm-hmm. Call it go buses because they're in control. Why? Why am I friends with you people? <laughs> Where I get we Oh, but you're in it. Sorry. But yeah. you're in it, though. That's yeah. why you're friends with us. <laughs> Harmonize that, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway. Fuck that movie next. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. It's, it's being directed by Ivan, Re- I mean, Jason Reitman, who is Ivan Reitman's son, son, who yeah. was the producer and director of the original two. I don't know if Jeez, it's... nepotism a Yeah, little? it feels a little <laughs> bit like nepotism, even though Jason Reitman in his own right is a very accomplished writer and director who, who's done things like uh, Juno, Up in the Air. Um, he's he's done mostly indie films, so... I didn't like Juno. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I liked Hot Juno. Take. Hot take on that. <laughs> Meh. What didn't you like about it? Everything. Oh. In, in retrospect, it kind of seems like white people problems. Right. Yeah, no, no, that's exactly what it is. Like, I remember sitting and watching it because, you know, everybody made such a big deal about Mm -hmm. this movie. And, you know, having been a pregnant teenage mom, Mm -hmm. watching this white woman Mm -hmm. give me her pregnant white woman teenage problems, (laughs) I was like, yeah, that's not what it was like at all. And fuck this movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it was a good movie. I for, liked it. For it's time. okay. Yeah. I think it was overrated. Not yeah. that it was a bad movie. That's not what I'm saying. Juno is not a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It is a good movie. It was just severely, ridiculously overrated. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I don't fucks with it. Yeah. Well, it's it's one of those, you know, it, it's a, one of those indie darlings that comes out of nowhere and everybody, mm-hmm. you know. But it's not really an indie darling because it's directed by one of the most famous directors in history, Sun. Right. So. Kind of a reason why it got pushed up to the top. Is he married to, um, what is her name? Because it looks like he's doing a lot of her films. Uh, Charlize Theron? No, the uh, writer of Juno and Jessica. Oh, uh, Diablo Cody? Yes. No. Okay, they just do a lot of movies together? Okay. Okay. To my knowledge, yeah. I don't don't know if they're in a relationship, but. Fuck Juno. Fuck this Ghostbusters movie next. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too big on it. It's got Carrie Coon in it. I'm, I might watch it. I don't think it. I don't think it needed to exist, especially when you exactly. had. Exactly. I, you know, people complain about the quality of the remake of Ghostbusters, the 2016 version directed mm-hmm. by Paul Feig. 
it's got good parts. And Chris Hemsworth alone in it is worth the price of admission. Mm-hmm. He plays an amazing... That's when he first started getting that, that comedy, when he realized yeah. he could do comedy, and then we got Thor from that. So there's, there's good and bad to it. But y'all do that. All right. Yeah. Um, moving on. Yes. Um, my second bit of news is casting news. Again, right now, um, Melissa McCarthy from Ghostbusters is in talks to play Ursula in Boo. the live Stop action I won't. Mermaid. I won't. No. No. I loved The Little Mermaid. I would carry it to Everyone my... Everyone loved The Little Mermaid. Not like I did. When I was a little girl, I would carry that movie in my backpack to um, my daycare every day. <laughs> did you force all the other kids to watch it every day? I did. Oh my God. Yeah, because it was amazing. Every psycho. song slaps. And it was just great. Eric is the best Disney princess. Fight me in those streets. You mean Prince? I know what I said. <laughs> I was confused. Like, <laughs> I know, wait, wait. I know what, what I said. He was beautiful. I know what I said. Okay. Right. But oh, no, right. Melissa, no. I, I Listen, mm-mm. I I know mm-mm. that you had mentioned before that you always felt like, like, Whoever played this character needed to be a person of color mm-hmm. or a drag queen. Mm-hmm. So a member of the LGBTQ community. Um, I would be okay with, with that as well. I think that for me, and I love The Little Mermaid as well. I think Ursula is one of the best all around like Disney villains ever. Yeah. Because, well, she slayed mm-hmm. and she was like, fuck all y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I personally like Melissa McCarthy. I think that she has. I like her too. I think yeah. that she has the range to do a very good Ursula, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I wouldn't be okay if they didn't cast her and went with like someone that we didn't know at all um, that just fit the bill better. Well, uh, <laughs> the character is um, based on Divine, who worked with John Waters a lot. Mm-hmm. And right now, the big casting, the, the big call is to get someone like Titus Burgess, who plays Titus Andromeda, yes. to play Ursula. He played her on Broadway. He did not. He did not. He played Sebastian, and he wanted to play Ursula, and they would not let him. Oh, my apologies. But well, I mean, see, yeah, I think that that would be better. But, uh, yeah. but I mean, I want to take it a step back. Why the fuck do we need a live action Little Mermaid? Because like, I asked for it, me personally. Because Disney want that paper. Yeah, no, I did. Bitch, get your life together. I, I went to the mouse and said, hey, so that little redhead, what are we doing? And he said, don't worry, I got you. And I was like, okay, great. Yeah, no, uh, me. Yeah, I asked for it. We. I mean, but, but you did just see what they did with Aladdin, right? No, you know I, I mean, didn't. you need to be careful what you ask for. I will go Aladdin. and see it. Meh, I'll go well, too. some of these are better than others. Aladdin, not so great. But I mean, Jungle Book and Jungle Book, Jungle Book was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's hope. It all depends on the creative crew behind the the, the movie. Mm-hmm. Disney just care about them dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, as evidenced by them doing super petty things like putting Avengers back in the theater uh, just sir, to beat. That was not super petty. <laughs> no, no, okay? that was <laughs> glorious. It is. It's amazing, and we went to see it yesterday. Yeah, we did. But it is Disney being petty as fuck and saying fuck James Cameron, which I can agree with. Mm-hmm, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't care for Avatar, so. The numbers haven't come out yet, so hopefully we were able to get the thirty-eight million needed to top. I'm Avatar. pretty sure that <laughs> happened. Um, moving uh, right along. Yeah, next bit of news. Uh, apparently, last week we got an email from a user um, by the name of G Riapper. Uh, might Riapper. be pronouncing that wrong. Um, his email simply says, "Oh, I'm pussy," um, and that is from the Grim Reaper. He killed Alf thanks to Manira. You guys uh, talk what? shit about death. Oh and Max Wright, the actor who portrayed the voice of Alf, has no. died. No. And this is all Manira's fault. Oh, my Manira, God. You how? fucking bitch. How? You killed Alf. You talked shit to death, and death went ahead and uh, took care of uh, some people's childhoods. Thanks, I mean, Manira. I don't think that I directly said, see me in them streets. Yep. I think you did. Did I? Or you I said believe, something close. I believe you said the same thing. I don't fuck with deaths. We always say, oh, there's no deaths. You don't have any deaths for us. Da, 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 da. And he's yep. always like, no, I don't kill anybody. You're not putting this all on me. You did it. Okay. Did it. I would have been okay with another cat death. You killed but Alf. No, you fucking had to go and kill Alf. Thanks, bitch. And I mean, in, in lesser deaths, I mean, Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife died. Mm. And yeah. So. All right. But Alf, you killed Alf. 
I don't know that I killed him though. I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that body. You can't put that body on me. Sorry. Oh, oh, it's it's in your bag right now. <laughs> Their body's peeking out, little arm like. Meh. Nah, yeah, I'll put it you. in a river. Don't worry. <laughs> or I mean, not not. Yeah, you. Yeah. It's, it's you. Yeah, we're trying to figure out how it wasn't you, and we can't. So it's you. Whatever. He lived a nice life. He was Alf. Fucking asshole. Anyway, <laughs> all right, Eric, is that it? Did you have any other news for today? I mean, uh, well, technically, Alf is still alive, or I don't know if his actor is alive. Max Wright played the dad on Alf. Oh, now it's all coming out. <laughs> now it's all coming out that Manira didn't actually kill Alf. Thanks. Well, you killed his family. I killed his dad. Yeah, his once adopted the dad, dad. Calm down. Listen, that is the only dad he knew, and you killed him. Man, he still you, got his mom, right? You heartless bitch. He still uh, got a mom. Paul Paul Fusco is the puppeteer that played Alf. He is still alive. So we're good. Well, so I didn't kill Alf. You you killed somebody on Alf. You killed Alf's family. You killed the family. I killed his dad. You know what? His mom is still living, right? And Alf himself is still living. Move on. Alf this is, is fine, everyone. This is I didn't the kill him. Eighties crack epidemic all <laughs> over again, just destroying families. Except it's Manira. Is Alf's mom still alive? Manira destroying. The mother families. is still alive. Okay, great. Great, fantastic. And I was going to say, if it was the 80s crack epidemic, it would be all the black characters from television dying. Hot take. You're right, he's a white man. All right, moving on. Crack was born in by the U.S. government, y'all. Just saying. <laughs> they used it to, to kill minorities. And that's the news. <laughs> Yay. Simmer on that. Yeah. <laughs> is always so thought-provoking. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was, I, honestly, before we get started, though, I was low-key expecting him to, to do something about the uh, Democratic debates this week. So. You got yeah. anything on that? Uh, all 77 of them? Uh, a bunch of old rich people talked about some shit, and nothing got accomplished. Got it. Okay. Except horrible Espanol. Yeah. That got accomplished. It, it's still very early, and I haven't decided who I might give a tenth of a shit about. <laughs> You got a lot of people to choose from. Got some from. options yeah. there. Got some options. I like I like Elizabeth Warren's planning. Not sure I like Elizabeth Warren. So uh, yeah. Still still working that out. We'll see how this goes. We'll get there. It's still a year and a half. Mm, doesn't feel like it. Feels like we're gonna blink. All right. Anywho, so um, now that we've talked about the horrific uh, things going on in our <laughs> political landscape, let's jump into a little actual horror. Um, Eric, Midsummer. What should we expect? Uh, Ooh, heavy sigh. Well, first, for our listeners, because I don't think that this is a preview that's being like widely widely seen yet, so we no. may want to explain what Midsummer is. Um, and and right now it, it's, I don't know if it's going to open wide. They, they've been pr- promoting it. Uh, just a, a quick heads up: it's from Ari Aster, who is the same director and writer as Hereditary, which came out last year. And last year they did this thing where. They got companies like Vice News and little small publications to basically go out and say that Hereditary is the scariest movie since The Exorcist. Mm -hmm. One, The Exorcist isn't scary unless you're a pussy. Um, (laughs) Two, Hereditary, I hated it. (laughs) Why did you hate it? It started off so promising. And then it went to shit. Yeah, it kind of shits the bed. Yeah. And, you know, you'll have, it's one of those movies where you either loved it or you hate it. Mm. I fall in the latter. Yeah, me too. Mm. Um, I was actually angry when I walked out the movie theater. Yeah. And this is the follow up, Midsummer. Um, at this point, I, I've only seen a couple of previews and it just looks like white people being white people in white people places. Yeah. Um, it's um, some pagan shit where they go to um, Sweden mm-hmm. to sit with a, um, a rural town about the celebration of summer. Mm-hmm. You know, longest day of the year, all yeah. that type of shit. And then there's a bunch of weird pagan witch magic and stuff that goes on. Um, a little worried, uh, William Jackson Harper, who plays on The Good Place as Chidi, is in this movie, and I have a feeling he's, he's going to die. He's he, the only black person. So yeah, you know he's, he's going to die. He's going to be the token black guy, I, which is sad, because he's a great actor. He and is. I, I want him to be in more things. This, not so much. Especially with... Ari Aster's reputation of making questionably okay horror movies. Which is sad because I just, <laughs> Hereditary started off so strong. He just doesn't know how to finish things? No, not, like by the second act you were already like whatever. Yeah, it like really, the, it really the depends. The first act. It depends on your level of kind of fucked upness. 
Because some people will see a movie like Hereditary and, and like, oh my god, it traumatized me. You're you're being hyperbolic. It's it's not traumatizing. It's, nah. Yeah. There's a good decapitation. I mean, that's that's the most of it. Meh. And again, maybe it's just me being kind of uh, desensitized to horror movies, but I did not enjoy it. And I mean, yeah. I'll go see this just to uh, you know. My hope is there, there are horror movies that can still scare me or at least make me feel something, but most of the time they don't. So. When was the last time a horror movie made you feel something? Um, the Strangers. Really? The first Strangers. Um, I probably shouldn't have watched it alone at home by at myself mm. at night. Um, Wait, in the house that you're in now? No. Because uh, that would have been horrible. Yeah. No, no, no. It was one of the other houses we lived in that had like a woodsy background. Um, but yeah, just that one because it's one of those horror movies that is very real. Yeah. You know, so like demons and magic and, and, you know, living dolls stabbing people. Not scary, but something that could actually They're happen. Very entertaining. A little scary. <laughs> I love those. Yeah. The, the Freddies and the Jasons of the world don't, don't terrify me, but you know, shit like that. Yeah. A little mm. bit. Weird ass white people trying to carve you up for no reason. In yeah. Your just house. no reason. That's the, the scary part. Like there's nothing, you know. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Just people showing up to your house trying to kill you. Yeah, I don't. Those are the ones I don't. I don't watch at all. The Strangers Two, though, mm-hmm. garbage. Yeah, garbage. Well, because everything doesn't need a French fucking garbage. sequel. Well, that and they waited like seven years to make a sequel. Yeah. And for all that build up in time, it just. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I think maybe the Strangers was one for me, and then probably like the original Saw. It wasn't scary as much as it was like I thought the original Saw was fantastic and then from there after Saw 3 they just became diminishing returns and yeah but like the original the premise was there the the twist at the end yeah never saw coming and like I even remember thinking to myself like oh shit that guy Mm. was there the whole time yeah so yeah and you know there's a reason people like um James Wan, who directed Saw, are now mega huge directors, directing yeah. stuff like Aquaman and Fast mm-hmm. and Furious movies. That was so good. Fun fact, there is now a Saw-themed escape room in Vegas. Ooh. Really? Yeah. I will never fucking do that <laughs> shit. But hey, for those of you that are into, I mean, I like escape rooms. Yeah. But I don't like escape rooms mm-hmm. when they're themed after fucking Saw. Right. So, yeah. Just I, could, I could be with it. If you're if you're down for that, it's You there. are by yourself. I need a team. No, <laughs> no. You have to have a team or at least someone dumber than you that can die first. Not Right, and here. that's the problem. If you really wanted a team, I'd be like, yay, brother, teamwork. You just want somebody to die for you, and I don't oh. know if I'm ready to do that. Well. But I don't know. It is Vegas. Maybe if you get fucked up enough, you won't even mind. Death? <laughs> I think no, I'd mind. of course you're going to mind death. I mean the fear of being in a Saw escape room. No, thanks. Yeah, yeah no, no it sounds good. like fun. I'd be with it. All right, well, moving to something way happier than that. Um, I personally feel like this could kind of be like David Batista's like rock breakout time because it's like summer. he is in mm-hmm. everything. everything. Yeah. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but I am actually looking forward to Stuber. Yeah, it looks really funny. I've seen a couple of previews. Yeah. Meh. What? Well, Karen Karen Gillings in it and um, oh, Mira Servino's in it. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. she's apparently like the grizzled police chief. Huh. Yeah. I, right. I mean, I think I think him and I always say his name is Kumal, right? Uh, Kumel. Kumel. Yeah. Kum, him and Kumel have a chemistry. It's. Mm-hmm. I think it's clear. I think Kumel is hilarious mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. And Dave. And I'm not saying this because there's DC bias at all. Because you know, Dave is a DC boy. But I feel... She means the city, not the terrible comic movies. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you, Eric, for clarifying. The District of Columbia. <laughs> um, I feel like he actually pulls off like big, big clunk comedy mm-hmm. better than The Rock does. Because mm. it's not believable for... Like, like with The Rock, I, I don't know if it's because he's so polished or maybe... I don't know what it is about him. Like, yeah, when he does stuff, it's kind of funny. But it's like, I well, feel I mean, like when you see Dave Batista being funny, it, it just seems more genuine. Like when he's playing like the big dumb guy, he actually looks like he is a big dumb guy. Did you think he was polished in the Tooth Fairy? And when he played with um, the daughter that he didn't know he had. And was it the game plan or yeah. something? 
Yeah, do. And those were earlier roles when The Rock was very still, like mm-hmm. he was average size. He was yeah. in really shape. And then like after that, he was like, well, I'm going to go and be in a Fast and Furious movie, so I'm going to put on like 40 pounds of muscle. Yeah. Right. So I feel now like, and he's I actually like the game out. plan. Thank you very much. No, no, no. I those are one of my favorites. Peyton is she's sunshine and a child. Yeah, yeah. But Peyton I, is adorable. But I feel like his other movie, the other movie that Dave Batista has coming out with the little girl, My mm-hmm. Spy. Yeah, My Spy. I think I'm excited that for one that. Is going to yeah. be a lot like game plan. Yeah. And I think that this is going to be like more of the grown up. Like I think that this is the answer to insert any random rock. Kevin Hart buddy. Well, I mean, un- unlike thing. The Rock, um, Dave Bautista seems to be getting better roles. And even if yeah. they're smaller movies, they're more, they're better roles with better directors. Like he was in... Um, Hotel Artemis. Hotel like Artemis, that. yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was also in um, Blade Runner 2049. Right, mm-hmm. yep. Which he has a very small role, but I mean, still, he, he's in that and then he's in one of the, um, the prequel shorts they did before the movie. So that's a big movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he is also, uh, he's in the new Dune movie, the Dune remake. What? Yep. Directed by the same director as Blade Runner 2049. What? Yep. Okay. Um, who happens to be one of my favorite directors working I like today. The spice. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Also, like he, wa- he, uh, <laughs> for the people who watch the, what we do in the shadows show, he's in one of the episodes this season, which, um, if you're not watching that, it's really funny. Yeah. I just, I think like every preview that I've seen is hilarious and, it, could they have put it all in the preview? Sure. But I have a feeling that that's not the case. Yeah. No. And uh, even they've put out like one Red Band trailer where there's a couple of more adult oriented jokes. But it still it still seems like there's a lot to, to get to. And then you have like other people in the movie like um, Natalie Morales, who is on uh, Parks and Recreation. Um, she has a show. I don't know if it's canceled yet. It looks like one of those shows that would come out for a season and they get canceled on Yikes. NBC or ABC mm-hmm. where it's like um it's one of those uh, multi-cam sitcoms where, like, she opens a bar in her backyard. Oh, that come. was canceled. Was it? Okay. Yes. It seemed like it would be canceled fairly quickly. Yeah. Oh, um, Abby's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've yeah. been watching it on Hulu. and I, I mean, I figured it'd get canceled, but it's it funny. Hope you weren't holding yeah. up for a season two. I, I figured there wouldn't be. Look, I watched two episodes, and I was like, oh, there won't be a season two. But I'm going to finish this out. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's cute. Yeah. Uh, it also has uh, Ika Uwais, who I can never talk enough about, from The Raid... And um, he's the main villain, right? Or yeah. it looks like he's the he's, main villain. He's, I guess he's the main villain, but like he's going to be the person beating the shit out of them the whole movie. I didn't recognize it was him because he has like bleach blonde hair in this. Listen, mm. when he starts laughing with that damn mask on, yeah. I start laughing. I'm that looking forward to hilarious. seeing him doing a little bit of comedy because I know he's been working on his English and he's gotten a little bit better. So oh, good. I, I'm glad to see him getting more, get more gigs. Yeah. So, I mean, I think overall, <sighs> why not? Yeah. Like we haven't really had a lot of great comedies this summer. Um, and I think that I think that David Batista has done enough to show me that he has the chops and he's probably better at doing comedic things than he is to just being like a straight up big muscly guy that's throwing shit around. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. done a few movies where he's had more dramatic roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, it helps that he has the muscle if he wants to, if they need him to do an action scene. But yeah, he's got great comedic, comedic timing. He really mm-hmm. does. And again, I think he's one of those actors where, depending on the director, they'll get a much better performance out of him. Because he's been in a couple of those um, escape plan movies yeah. that are kind of garbage. But I mean, <laughs> and listen, and still sometimes you want to buy a houseboat <laughs> and for the summer. <laughs> you know. Sorry. <laughs> Eric doesn't care about that. No, but he I doesn't. Mean, he moved right past it. Right. He <laughs> acted like I didn't say it. But yeah. Yeah, because that's been a thing since he was in the ring, okay? <laughs> that fun fact, I actually um, met him. Well, meet is loose. He carded me at a club in D.C. <laughs> when I was in college and he was still a bouncer. Mm-hmm. And, I re- and I will only remember because I was like, this guy is huge. Like, he looks like he should be a wrestler. And, like, mm-hmm. literally, I kid you not, like, I think maybe not even a year later, he made his WWE um, debut. debut. And I was like, Holy shit, that's the guy from the club. That's the bouncer. That's the bouncer. Damn, I should have slipped him my number. We're that's the guy time. who told me, get the fuck out of here, Smurf. <laughs> We're not let letting anybody in. He let me in. Thank you very much. But it also helped that I was with my much hotter girlfriends. And so, you know, I got to sneak in. You, you snuck on in I on snuck the side? On in. I, listen, if I'd been by myself, he probably wouldn't have let me in. But... You know, when you're with hot friends, you want the hot girls. You, you got to let the little troll go with them. So <laughs> troll? I How lucked out. Here? I'm just saying. Listen, I'm real. I know. Shout out to the HB honeys. Like, them bitches are hot. I know. <laughs> I just, I wasn't one of them. Um, 
I mean, before we get off of Stuber, I guess you probably just want to break down the basic plot. If it's Dave Batista is a detective and he needs a ride and he calls an Uber, which is driven by Kamel Nanjiani and hilarity ensues. Thanks, nerd. I, I mean, we were talking about the movie, but we never mentioned what the movie's about at all. I mean, if you've seen any commercial of the 50,000 they've played, you know what it is. Maybe but, but some folks fairness, don't go to the Eric's, movies. Eric's right. Sorry, guys. I, I should have done that ahead of time. I was too caught up in, you know, wanting nah, to, wanting nah, to sit on his face. Shit. Anyway. <laughs> Here's what's going on in Stuber. <laughs> Just doing, doing what needs to be done. Just saying. Fuck me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you all right so um i'm i think that that's gonna be the mm-hmm. one that i'm like yay that's a win about um this next one though what's a win about uh, that it's gonna be a win that i'm gonna have a win about the movie i thought it was some saying i didn't know about. yeah that did sound really like <laughs> I thought it was, is that canadian i was gonna let you do it it's fine. well i didn't say a boot a win so it was not got yeah, a win a boot coming i wasn't having a win a boot <laughs> just a win about the movie got it. um but with that said, I have no problem admitting sometimes that I want to see something that I know is going to be garbage. Some trash? But I don't care. I want to see it anyway. Garbage. <laughs> Hot Fancy. garbage. Um, and so I know I shouldn't be, but I'm kind of interested in Crawl. Um, Eric, do you think that like there's going to be anything good about this movie at all? I do, in fact. Really? really? Yes. Okay. What you got? Uh, on the, the terminology of garbage, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to the French the director is Alexandre Aja. Oh. He is a French director. Okay. Um, he is a very famous French director who has done, um, in America, he did the remake of Piranha. Not Piranha 3 Double D, just the first one. Okay. Um, he also did the remake of The Hills Have Eyes, the first one, Ooh. not the sequel, because the sequel is garbage. But the first one is, whew. Yeah, the first one is amazing. It's yeah. gory as fuck. Um, he also, in France, he did High Tension. Uh, in America, he also did Mirrors with Kiefer Sutherland, which I like. Not that a great movie. story. Super gory though. Yeah. Um, he also did Horns with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, mm-hmm. I liked Horns. Yeah. Uh, so far in my book, the only kind of dud that he's put out was The Ninth Life of Louis Drax, which is uh, kind of a family movie. Yeah, I don't know that one. Stick to stick to your to what you're good at. And there, also fuck Alexander. family movies, so yeah. Yeah, but High Tension is one of those amazing gory horror movies that actually has a good story mm-hmm. and focuses on female characters. Um, and there's a really good twist in the movie. So, um, Crawl is his newest American film, and it is about a woman trying to get to her father um, in Florida, I believe. That they mm-hmm. haven't said where what state it takes. I think it's no, Florida. yeah, it's Florida. But there is a Category Five hurricane coming into the town that's going to wipe out the town, and she hasn't heard from her father, so she's trying to get in to make sure he's okay, only to find out that his house has been overrun with alligators. <sighs> I'm so excited <laughs> for alligators trying to eat white people <laughs> so excited for this yeah. um i'm assuming this is going to be very gory because that's what he does and he does it well but it's how alligators. can it be okay but okay the only thing that had me kind of like Meh, is when we saw the preview in the theater what was it that we went to see eric that they played the preview that i leaned over about how she should have bled out by then. I think it was Rocket Man. Yeah, because they they like in the clips they show like the alligator or a alligator like biting, biting her. her multiple times. Mm-hmm. How has this bitch not bled out? Mm. Well, I mean, if you've seen any of his movies, he likes to put his heroines through some shit. So she'll no doubt get maimed pretty badly. Every now and again, they lose like a, a finger or a hand and. But it's an yeah. alligator, and it's a pretty big one. She, she's not losing like a finger. Well, there's there's more than one because yeah, apparently there's, there's, there's there's babies in the house that are, you know they've been living under the house. So, also, why was her dumbass father in the basement to begin with? Probably getting some. Well, getting what? Getting murdered? Because if there's, I don't listen, know, Marie. It's not. It's not my house. If, <laughs> I'm just saying. If on the news they say, "Hey, get the fuck out," because your shit's about to be destroyed, leave everything, get the fuck out. You know what I'm doing? I'm getting the fuck out. You know, I'm some not people going don't listen. In the basement. Oh, I better come down here and get my sack. Like what? White people. It's his going, it's his going away sack. You, you gotta get it. Listen, I love my father to death, but if there is some category five shit, and there could potentially be shit in his, like once I get there and there is shit swimming around, Dad, I love you, man. 
Godspeed. <laughs> I hope you make it to where I'm going. <laughs> right. Fuck that. Did you watch the news? Get out of there, you <laughs> right. stupid old bitch. Why are you down there, you dumb fuck? <laughs> oh, God. Your dad is a lovely man. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> he be dumb. Yeah. Listen. All right. Well, then that makes me feel better because I was feeling like, oh, I really want to see this movie. And Yeah, I, I wrote it off initially. And then I like as the trailer was going by and I saw the director, I was like, oh, I know that guy. Okay. He makes all the gory movies. Well, how do you say her name? Kaya? Ka- Kaja? Kaya? 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 She was on um, Skins. The yep. original Skins. Yep. Yeah. And she was, uh, she was what's the name? Sister. The younger sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was also in the latest Pirates of the Caribbean movie. She was also in that I only vaguely remember. What was the other one that came out? What's that? It's not Divergent. It's the other. Oh, the Maze Hunter. Yes, she's in the Maze Hunter movies. I Divergent actually liked her in that. Sucked. On um, the Maze Runner, if you don't have anything to do and it's on, put it on in the background. It'll catch you. Oh. The first one caught me, and I was like, oh, well, now I'm invested. All mm-hmm. right, that might be worth. Never it had a, yeah. All right, so so definitely, I will be going to see that in. The yeah, theater. this is one of those movies that if I catch it on a Sunday afternoon and I got nothing else going on, and mm-hmm. I just got no, oh, I got an extra A list. Shout out to A list sponsor us. Um, you know, if you got nothing to do, go and see it. it it's start a, that hashtag. You know, yeah. Sponsor us. Yeah, A-list, sponsor us. Yeah. Is that the hashtag? <laughs> I mean, they should. We talk about them ba- bastards like every week. We do. Well, I mean, cut out the fact that Maria's calling them bastards. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, I mean, that's we love a you surefire though. way to get yeah. We love you. And, and now shout out, we might have a hookup with concessions. <laughs> Also, yeah. it's got uh, it's got Barry Pepper in it, who who is in a lot of shit, but he never really gets he's the big dad. Roles. Yeah, he's the dad, the dumb dad that you guys were the talking dad, about. Yeah, oh, so stupid. But Barry Pepper has been in a lot of stuff. He's, he's you know, been in like everything. Everything. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan, Pirates. I mean, not Pirates of the Caribbean, but um, he was also in the Maze Runner movies. Mm. Well, maybe he should have saved himself and not been in that damn basement. True Grit, Ooh. Green Mile, okay. all sorts of stuff. All right. So yeah, yeah, so we'll go. Shout out to Barry Pepper. He was also in um, Boiler Room. Oh, that's right. He was in Boiler Room. Yep. Which one of the it's best an underrated classic. Ever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let's switch gears. Manira. Yes. You actually seem to be pretty jazzed about 21 Bridges. But why? Um. Okay. I'm rooting for everyone black. That's why. Okay. <laughs> If that was your reason, I can get behind that reason. Because I will not, like, if you'd been like, oh, it looks like it's going to be such a good police drama. And I'm like, no. really? You want me to tell you the twist now or later? Right, yeah. Like, no, it's not going to be good. We went and saw um, we went and saw um, Avengers Endgame. And yesterday, they had a trailer for it. And I knew I was going to talk about it. So I kind of, like, engulfed myself into it. Um What's the over under that it's another police drama where the police are basically the bad guys and um, Chadwick Boseman is going to figure that out during his. I am all but shocked that it's not in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is exactly what it is. Um, Okay, so if you guys don't know, apparently he's a disgraced detective, which is not in the trailer because... No, they make him seem like he's like super cop. Right. So um, he's a disgraced detective in the NYPD, um, which is given a shot at redemption. So if we are following that, I think that he is going to kill or they want him to kill these two gentlemen that they set up to look like... What is it? Cop killers, I guess, because mm-hmm. they did kill these cops. Right. Yeah. Um, to clear his name. However, I feel like you know, at the end of the day, he's going to find out that J.K. Simmons is the bad guy, and I think it's either going to be money. him or uh, or Keith David, because Keith David, half and half, he's either yeah. the good guy or the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, between you and me, do we think because his father also in the trailer, his father was killed by. He was, yeah, it's Under, killed. He's yeah, uh, in line of duty. Yeah. Do we think that um, Stephen James is his brother? Or am I being a little racist? Because they look the same. You might be a little racist on that. Really? One. You don't think so? I mean, they. Nah, they, bitch, stop thinking about yeah, like, They look the same. Well, I mean, I. Listen, I am I always, mad at you for that. No, no. I'm sorry, of officer. I forgot all young black men no. look alike. No, because of the way that they're touting his father as being such a great man, I just feel like. Uh, no, but I do have a feeling like maybe it'll come back later that, that his father da- was kind of dirty. Keith David or J.K. Simmons killed his father. Really? Yep. All right. Seems well, my like money's on J.K. Simmons killing his father, but I think that him and Keith David's are in cahoots, and that is their drugs. Oh yeah, 
and then uh, what's the name? Stephen James and Taylor Kish from John Carter are, you know, they're kind of the fall guys. Yeah. Which, oddly enough, I watched John Carter today at the gym. Did not age well. I love John Carter. I love I love Taylor Kitsch. Like he's Riggins from. Um, he's Gambit. He, I know who he is. Did you love I him as Gambit? Gambit? Um, listen, he was the only Gambit that I was going to get at the time. So yes. No. Oh my god. He was the only Gambit I was going to get. at Then the I would have time. taken no Gambit. Well, it was already in the can. What could I have done? Nothing. Boo. Boo that man. Anyways, don't boo me. That's my thing. No, I'm saying you could have booed that man. Boo that movie. I wasn't gonna. Any movie with shitty Gambit and Will I Am. I wasn't gonna. It was all that we were getting at the time. And I will take nothing, madam. Anyways, I will take but nothing. yeah, no, I'm going to see um I'm going to see Twenty One Bridges. I'm doing it. It's whatever. I might might give it a shot. I mean, I think that it's also are... got Sienna Miller. Yeah, which I don't I know if she's a bad a guy or not. Uh, She's uh, got a bro- she got a she has a bit of a Brooklyn kind of Bostony I, accent okay. and I don't know. I And she's English. <laughs> right. I think that the thing that I struggle with with 21 Bridges is that in general like pseudo cop thrillers are are just so overdone. And so like I'm going to obviously go see it and support because Wakanda forever. Mm-hmm. Um Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. But that said, like, I don't think it's going to be something new. I don't think it's going to be something new. And I'm almost afraid it's not even going to be, like, enjoyable. Like, I, this feels like the one that I'm going to go see because I have to do a book report on it and not one that I have to see because <laughs> it actually looks like a good movie. Here's the thing. Chadwick Boseman so far has made pretty good career choices. Yeah. Fair. You know, he, he played Jackie Robinson. He played James Brown. He, you know, for the exception of Gods of Egypt. Is, we don't talk about that. I'm going to actually try to watch that. We um, don't. This, it's this not great. Don't. Because I've never seen it. I rag on it and I've never actually sat and watched it. Don't. Yeah. For the exception of that, it, he's made pretty good choices. Yeah. Um, he was really good as James Brown. Yeah, and he is, uh, he's going to be playing Yasuke in the, the movie adaptation of Yasuke about the African samurai who served under Nobunaga Oda. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did see that. Yep, I'm very excited. I read the book, and it's it's not very action-packed, but I'm pretty sure they'll embellish it a little of bit. Of course but it's they will. still more historically based than The Last Samurai. Do we know who's um, directing Tom it? Hanks, or Tom Cruise's white ass. Ooh, all right. You had to get that spice out of there. Didn't I you? did. Because <laughs> Fuck Tom Cruise. Yeah. All right, continue. Um, no, I mean, I was just saying I, I, he's made really good choices so yeah. far. So I mean, I want it to be good, right? I do. I just, I'm afraid either they've given too much of it in the preview or... I, well, I they didn't because we didn't know like that they... he was a disgraced... Um, what's his name? They're panning him as like the guy that finds the cop killers. Like he's the savior. Yeah, and for the, this movie, like... This movie comes out this month in July. Yeah. They've only put out one trailer. There yeah. hasn't been a second trailer. There hasn't been any really TV spots. Like that's, it, that's it. All right. Okay, maybe you guys have changed my mind. Maybe maybe this is going to be good. But if it's not, I'm going to rag on y'all later about it. That's well, fine. Because I listened to you. And it was originally Fuckers. titled 17 Bridges. What? I don't know why they changed it to 21. I don't know the the, the layout of New York. Well, there's... How many bridges they actually have. Is there 21 Bridges? No. It's... 21, 21, I thought 21 it was bridges. 17. I, I thought it was actually 17 bridges. So what are the bridges that... W- Maybe they're counting the tunnels? Yeah. Could are be they? Yeah. I I'm not from oh, New York. Oh, we not right. I don't, I don't know. I was just asking. <laughs> yeah, like if any of our listeners are from one of the five boroughs and can tell us how uh, uh, geographically accurate <laughs> yeah, so this give us, title is. Give us is. the math on these bridges. <laughs> yeah. Because it can't be 17 and 21. It, it right. has to it be has one or the other. Normal. So yeah. fuck about that. Well, yeah, I'm going. I know there's five boroughs. I know that. Yeah, I know that too. I listen to Wu Tang. I know how to say your yeah, like Jesus and Mary. I was gonna say I watch watch Jesus and Mary. I love Jesus and Mary. That's all. That's all I need to know about New York. Oh my gosh! All right. Um. So, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. With that said, more things that I don't need, <laughs> like this movie that hopefully will be good because y'all said it is, but I'm not. I'm not going in with high hopes. Go ahead and talk about it. Let's um, do this. I didn't need a live action Lion King. But you're getting one. Um Yay. I just I didn't. I will admit though that the previews don't look bad. Um I am not and and I know the beehive is not gonna like it when I say this, but the clip of Can you feel the love tonight? Is horrible. Yeah. 
I I'm not part of the beehive. I liked Lemonade, so you know, but I liked that because you know it was a fuck you Jay Z. Um, but I don't know what it is. I just don't like the. I don't like her voice and Donald Glover's voice together. Mm-hmm. They aren't as smooth as I need them to be. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? No, it makes sense. It, it, it's the thing that, like, obviously, since these are CGI animals and not people, mm-hmm. the closest that you get to being able to feel the chemistry is how the voices sound together. Yeah. And I don't think that they sound like they have a lot of chemistry. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm still worried because they, they keep releasing trailers and whatnot, but we still haven't heard Donald Glover as Simba. And I'm assuming right. he's only playing the adult Simba. He's mm-hmm. playing the adult Simba, yep. Yeah, they haven't really, you know, he's he doesn't speak in any of the trailers. No. The little boy who is playing him, um, sang with him at the Grammys, what was it, two years ago? And I enjoy his little voice. He sounds like I want Simba to sound. And his um, singing voice sounds like I want Simba to yeah, sound as well. Uh, but what's his name? J.D. McCreary, I mm-hmm. believe it is. Yeah, he's, the little boy can sing like, I, it, I don't, okay, again. Beehive don't kill me because I know a couple of our listeners are, you know, mm-hmm. diehard starch beehive fans. Yeah, <laughs> um, I I'm just not convinced that Beyonce as the adult Nala was the best casting, and it's not that I have anything. I think Beyonce is actually a pretty good actress um, when she's not yelling at you when she Debatable. sings. I said pretty good. I didn't say great. Um, I, when she's not yelling at you. Um, with a microphone in her in her hand, like she has a nice voice. Because my struggle with Beyonce has always been that she either is singing or she's yelling, um, and more often than not, she's yelling, and that's when I don't like her voice. Um, I I feel like one of the strengths of the original cast of The Lion King was that you got a very Broadway musical feel mm-hmm. to the cast and how they sing, um, and she is not that. And so for me, I just I'm not sure that. That was the best choice. I will say, I I second you only that I don't feel like her vocal coach was able to clean up her Louisiana Houston yes back yep. Yep. like background out of that voice. Yep. yep, it's still very much. Simba, we need you. And I mm-hmm. I did with that southern draw. Yeah. And yeah. I I had very high hopes. I was really excited like, oh great, it's a black actress. That's exciting. Yay, it's Beyoncé. I mean, everybody will come and see it. We didn't really need her star power, but yay, she gets it. I really wanted them to really work with her, and I know that her work ethic is impeccable. However, it still sounds like Beyonce as a lion. Yep. And I didn't, I, yeah. I don't no, know. No, 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 that's, that's exactly how I feel about it. And I mean, when you look at the caliber of the rest of the cast, like, th- this is not like just some, we just pick some schlups up off the street. No, this is yeah. a big budget. This yeah, is, even for voice actors, this yeah, is a big budget cast. Yeah, this is a cast. huge yeah. budget cast. And I'm like, if you could spend the money to get Alfre Woodard and, you know, John Connie and all of these people that are doing this, Y'all couldn't spring for Lapita to do the maybe the voice part and then let Beyonce do the singing or something? Because yeah. I don't I don't know if I don't know if Lupita can sing and that's why I say that like maybe but she's Lupita a good, can uh, sing voice actor but yeah, she's a I think phenomenal she voice says actor. she's not a very good singer yeah you could have just had somebody else sing the yeah. singing parts it's not like it would be the first time that fucking happened yeah, right. traditionally how like they the the actors playing for cartoon characters typically didn't sing as you know, always listen, a different voice actor to I'm gonna make people real upset I would have taken Riri over Beyonce here don't do that no Mm-mm. I would have done it I would have done it because here's the thing Mm-mm. I think I think you would have still gotten a, a closer version of can you feel the love tonight with Rihanna than you do with Beyonce and Donald and Rihanna have chemistry like if you watch do you their mean little just singing or as Nala, because Rihanna cannot get her Caribbean accent out. But the Caribbean like, accent her. is still going to be closer to an African accent than a fucking Louisiana accent. I don't know. I feel like Rihanna's voice will always take me out. Like when she was in, what was that movie that she was in? And she played um, the uh, alien that could oh um, um, change what oh, she oh, was. Um, Valerian. Yeah, yes. Valerian in the... I City went and saw that. I am I am a Rihanna fan. And <sighs> she was kind of the worst part of that she movie. She was. And like, I didn't mind her so much. Well, I mind it. And I'm not a Rihanna fan. She, like, her voice took me out of it. I gotcha. 
I because her voice is almost too distinctive. Right. Yeah. 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 That and like she her herself as Rihanna was only in the movie for maybe five minutes, and the rest mm-hmm. of the time it was motion capture with her voice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe part of the problem is is that they needed to cast someone that didn't necessarily have a distinctive voice. Because in fairness to Donald Glover, like, he could be talking right now, and if I didn't see his face, I wouldn't know it's him. Like, yeah. his voice isn't particularly distinctive. Well, he has a, he has a, you know, he's done animated stuff before. He has a really good, like, variable voice. Yeah. You know, between him, him singing and... You know him being on live action shows and doing stand up comedy and doing you know uh, you know serious movies, he's got a pretty uh, pretty good voice range. Also, I mean, we don't know. This could be like her passion project. She's got a daughter. She could have really been. She could have really identified with. Not oh no, I'm, I'm pretty her, sure you know. Disney backed up a truckload of money to her yeah. house, like everyone okay. else in this film. Uh, what I'm not about to do <laughs> is give the wife of a fucking billionaire. Any type of pity party. I'm not giving her a pity party. I'm just saying why she was casted. She, I mean, there could have been backdoor deals where she was like, oh, you guys are making Lion King? Yeah, I want to be Nala. Yeah. I mean, no, that's probably what it was. And it's still fucking Queen Beyonce. Okay, cool. Right. They're not going to tell her no, even though the execs were like, fuck, I don't know if this is who we really wanted, but it's Beyonce. But we're going to make all that money. Right. Because Mm. the thing about it for me is at the end of the day, the Lion King is probably one of my absolute favorite 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 disney cartoon movies and well i mean hot take nala really doesn't have that big of a role in the movie and that's no the she problem. just goes and finds um no, no, Simba no. and brings him but back in yeah. the original but that's the problem yeah. are they going to stick to that or will it be one of those because it's fucking beyonce now all of a sudden we've seen a lot more of nala than we than we should like when i look at who they've casted for every other uh, every other one of the major roles i feel like the casting was perfect right like John Oliver is Azu. I am so excited to hear yeah. this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like every other character perfectly cast except Beyonce. And that worries me Who's at a directing? level. Uh, John Favreau. Yep. Okay. Well, no, the, then I'm fine. Yes. Yeah, Favreau did, knows what he's doing. He, he did, did fantastic he, with um, the um, Jungle Book. Jungle Book. And yeah. I, mean, I cried. He does no wrong. Yeah. Like, so, let's no, let's uh, yeah. let's look at his track record. He does no wrong. Yeah. He is. He's but pretty, pretty bulletproof. I'm just. And that's the thing. He is p- pretty bulletproof. So even if casting Beyonce and letting it go on with Beyonce is a, is a fail, is an epic fail. He's fucking John Favreau. He'll be fine. No yeah. one's gonna hold this against him, and no, we'll forget I, about it. He's by a good the enough director that he Spider-Man can get movie. what he needs out of out of his yeah. actors. So okay, after finding out that it was John Favreau, maybe we won't hear that much of her. Maybe because God, I hope not. maybe it'll just be Simba. We need you back at the Pride, and that's it. You do such a good Beyonce. Because me and my sister have ragged on this ever <laughs> since we heard it. <laughs> Oh. Ever since we heard it, what was her character know. in Austin Powers? Because it's like it's just going to be that all over again. <laughs> what is the stupid Foxy name? Foxy Cleopatra. Yeah. Yes, Foxy, Foxy Cleopatra. Cleopatra. Yeah, she's wait, gonna... was that her? I thought that was the character from that cartoon. No, she played Foxy, was Cleopatra. It Foxy Cleopatra. Yeah, I knew it was some like stupid name like that, but. Listen, <laughs> I I just know that I like my Beyonce on songs to shake my booty. I don't think I like her on my Disney films. I mean, I'm going to give it, I, listen, it's The Lion King. I say I'm all of watch. this, like I'm not going to yeah. fucking be there the day it comes out. Like, much. come on, you already know. But for um, prosperity's sake, I want to make sure that it's documented somewhere <laughs> that I am reticent to believe that Beyonce is going to do a good job. Okay. That's it. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in it lock, stock, and two spoken barrels, like. I'm there. As long as Timon and Pumbaa do their thing, I'm good. Which well, should have been Seth Rogen and Mara. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Could you imagine? Yes. It's, it, now it's it's Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner or Eichner. Which yeah, Billy Eichner, which I think is good. Yeah. It's good, good casting. Good. Yeah, and they recast the um, the hyenas. Now it's um, Keegan Michael Key and Eric Andre. So no cracked out one. No, I well, I mean, well, he didn't really speak. That's that's Eric Andre's one, Azizi, the one that's the weird, you know. Okay. Yeah. What was the original? It was Whoopi Goldberg and Billy Crystal? Cheech Marin. It oh, was Cheech Billy. Marin, yeah. It was Billy. Uh, yeah, Billy Goldberg. Oh my goodness. Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg, Goldberg. <laughs> Billy Crystal, and Cheech Marin. Yeah. 
Yeah. Marin, actually, though. Let me not. It's not Cheech Marin. It's Cheech Marin. So. Well, you didn't have a problem with them casting a, a Mexican actor to play a apparently Mexican hyena in Africa? I mean, listen, he's been around the world, all right? Who <laughs> <laughs> definitely played up that accent for uh, he, did, he, did. he did. But but at the end of the day, I think we were so excited to just have you know, people of color, because this is this is this is way pre Coco. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were no Latino Disney mm-hmm. characters. So mm-hmm. we had to take what we could get. It's almost like when Barbie put out that one tan doll that was actually still a white woman, but it was the best we got. So she was everything. She was, you know, Middle Eastern. She was a Latina. She was every damn thing. Same thing. We're good with it. So we're all going to see it. Yeah, we're yeah, all going to see much. it. You should go see it, too, because it's it's the fucking Lion King. And. It should be awesome. I'm just curious to see whether or not Manir bust out crying this oh. time like oh. she did in Jungle Book. Here's the thing. Such a fucking Totally man. will. As soon as we get the sun. La, oh, yes. La, la, la. As soon as we get that. I start crying when I see it on the regular screen. Except for Can You Feel the Love Tonight? I cringe. But we've already I, talked about that. Yeah. So. I'm just excited to see it because it looks amazing. Yeah. I think it's going to be very pretty. Yeah. For yeah. sure. And it's 100% CG. Yeah. Really? Yep. There are no live action, just like the Jungle Book. The Jungle Book was shot in a warehouse. They didn't even shoot it outside. And it was gorgeous. The only physical character was the kid that played Mowgli. I need to watch that again. It's so good. I'll I'll cry again. And fun fact, this one was filmed in virtual reality. Basically, they they made the sets and they made the animal pieces. And John Favreau and his uh, production team could put on the VR headsets and look around the set and place things how they wanted. So they have this expansive space to make the film. That is wow. insane. Yep. I what, love technology. What is he doing next? Like, what does he... John Favreau? Yeah. Is he doing uh, whatever he wants? I think he, he is wants? signed on to do Jungle Book 2. Oh. Electric Boogaloo. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and, well, I know right now he's also working on um, The Mandalorian, the Star Wars show. Mm, okay. I'm very excited about that, by the Yes. Way. Very excited. We, we listen, we have not even uh, scratched Scratch the, the surface... surface. On the galaxy far, far away. And when that happens, I'll, I'll just sit right here and jump in when I know something. And when I don't, <laughs> I'll shush, shush, do, shush. Do you know who Mandalorians even are? No, nah, girl. Oh, dear God. I'm all right with it. Boba Fett is a Mandalorian. Technically, he's a clone. Django Fett was a yeah, Mandalorian. Yeah, Django Fett was a Mandalorian. Don't come for me, Star Wars fans. I will fight you all day on this. Man, uh, Django Fett was a Mandalorian. Yep. Boba Fett is a motherfucking clone. Yep. Facts. That's what so he is. So technically, he's not a, not a Mandalorian. Well, but, I mean, genetically he is. Yeah. But so are the other thousands of clone troopers. They're all Mandalorians too, but they don't get counted on the population of Mandalore. Pan to me, crickets. Oh, boy. <laughs> but yeah, Boba Fett Manera, is a Mandalorian. You know, that might be the episode where we just need to have somebody else like come in. Stop Man- trying to steal my Manera, spot. <laughs> Manera can just be like production that we week. Can just she can get her, us coffee or yeah, something. Yeah, she can sit in the corner and Doubtful. munch off snacks. And just be pretty. Just, nah. Oh, yeah, that's cool, y'all. No, I mean... <laughs> You'll talk about like Finn and Ray and Poe and stuff. Maybe BB-8. Maybe not fucking BB. Oh my god! All right, next. Let's move on. (laughs) Shut it, woman. (laughs) All right, shut it. Uh, (sighs) All right. Well, I think we're we're gonna do one last preview for today, and I kind of feel like it's the big one of this bunch. Um, For me, it is. I think no. I think I think it's fair to call it call it the big one um, because it is uh, the ninth. Mm-hmm. And the catalog of Mr. Tarantino's movies, mm-hmm. which, you know, he's known for not necessarily disappointing. Um, he's also known for being kind of problematic. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's problematic as hell, but that's another But he can make episode. the fuck out of a movie. Yeah, he can. Put my feet away just because we were talking about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, so, so what do you guys, Manero, what do you, let's start with you. Because, yeah. you know, I just gave you a bunch of shit about your BB-8, me, 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 me. Oh my God! He was so happy. When Shut he it. Said he could the speak, A-E-E, we're not going back uh, there. Right. That's not what BB-8 sounds like. I'm it's just saying. It's boop, boop, boop. Nope. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> anyway, <at> uh, <laughs> that's that's BBU. <laughs> all right, that's not BB-8. Um, what do you what do His you think about? His number is a designator, you guys. I mean, just saying. Don't get me started. What am I excited about? Um, yeah, what are you <laughs> Clearly excited about? Clearly not Star about? Wars. <laughs> yeah, we know she's not excited about Star Wars. Um, but what are you excited about most with this new movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Um, I enjoy the 70s. I enjoy the 60s. All that movie gold and glitz that Hollywood brought. I enjoy all of that. Um, and it looks like that is what Quentin Tarantino is focusing on. Yes, yeah. he is very good with doing movies centered in a century, I guess it would be. 
decade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, so. he's a very big fan of that time period. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. At that time, Hollywood was real fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for all of that. I'm also excited that there looks like it's only one black person, so he might not be using the N-word, which is exciting for me. Yay. Oh, shit. He'll, he'll find a way. <laughs> Let's hope he Believe you me. But um, I'm excited to also see Leo and Brad play together. Leo is yeah. playing Rick Dalton, a fading TV and actor, which is exciting because I feel like Leo could really get some chomps on this. Yeah. Um, and Brad is playing his stunt double. Um, I also want to see Margot Robbie. I'm a little upset because I enjoy Sharon Tate and the lore behind her. However, it looks like it's just going to be like, yeah, he lives behind Sharon Tate and she gets gruesomely murdered. But I don't think he'll focus on that, even though we do see Charlie Manson. There's a Manson lot of Charlie Manson mm-hmm. and the Spawn Ranch and um, Charlie Manson's crew, like Squeaky mm-hmm. Frome mm-hmm. and Connie Stevens and... Um, the whole history behind that is real fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie Manson, huge racist. Yeah. So you think it's you think it's gonna? Oh, he's gonna, gonna drop the end bomb. Oh, lot. sweet Jesus! You can't get away from it. Not if you're doing a movie about that period. I want to. Well, unless you're in an alternate universe where we didn't have racist ass white people in the 70s like it weighs on my it weighs on my as, mental as it should which is <laughs> which is one of the reasons that like for me it's a time period where i could do actually with less mm-hmm. of because i think that yes there is a lot of really coolness to the idea of just kind of you know oh everybody was so free mm-hmm. and drugs and you know the worst the worst thing you could catch was you know herpes and da 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 and like we all of that, that. um but like we forget that this is the same time period where you know it, right after the civil rights movement mm-hmm. you have you know the 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 uh, riots in LA you've got the black panthers you've mm-hmm. got like all of these things going on with people of color and the thing about it is like at the same time like on the New York side, you've got like Puerto Rican terrorists mm-hmm. with air quotes, right? Like you've got all of these things going on for marginalized groups. And we don't, I think, see enough pieces about that period mm-hmm. that highlight that and don't just glamorize, you know, white people doing white yeah, people things. Right. Drug and rock and roll Wrong. of the 60s. Right. And, and going yeah. into the A 70s. lot of the movies set in this time period usually tended to do that thing where they either they go, they completely whitewash and they act like white people didn't walk around just saying the N-word freely. Right. Or they go really hard on it and they emphasize how racist white people were. Which is also not necessarily enjoyable. So which one do you think we're going to get here? Um, Based on Charlie Manson history uh, and Quentin Tarantino, it's going to be the latter. latter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's, that's, but that said, like, I feel like, as as people of color, when we go into movies, we we know what we're getting into mm-hmm. for the most part, right? Like when we go to see movies like this, we don't go into it expecting it to be anything other than right. what it's going to be. And so that doesn't mean I can't appreciate it or enjoy the movie. I have a feeling this is going to be an excellent movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even outside of the things that we know will be problematic about yeah. it, about it, because number one, the casting looks amazing. Um, number two, like Terrence Hirano is a weird, problematic fuck, but man, can he make a good movie? Ter- you, you didn't like Tarantino. <laughs> Tarantino. That's his new name. His name yeah. is now Tarantula. <laughs> it's no longer Tarantino. Here's, it is Tarantula. Here's the thing that I I'm not worried about, but I'm more interested in. Um, Tarantino kind of makes these movies that take place in a, a period of historic time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has also said that he is not above changing history, very much like he did on Inglorious Bastards, where at the end they actually kill Hitler. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't expect it to play out exactly as it did in real life. So I'm assuming we might get something, you know, a, a bit of a, a drastic change. Well, I think you I think you hit the nail on the head there because he introduces Manson mm-hmm. in the previews. Yeah. We see uh, Margot Robbie as Sharon Tate. She looks amazing. Mm-hmm. But you know what she doesn't look? Fucking pregnant. No. Um, and depending on, like, at the point that you're showing scenes with them walking up the street, like, right. getting ready to commit the murders, like, her ass should have been all the way knocked up. Yeah, I believe so, she was uh, seven or eight months Yeah, yeah, like, almost about to have the baby knocked up. Yeah. So... 
how large of a time frame is this movie going to encompass? Because in the previews that we've seen her, and we've seen her whole ass body, Mm -hmm. she was not pregnant. Yeah. No, I'm expecting um, this probably would take place over a year, especially it it looks like um, Brad Pitt's character kind of falls in with Charlie Manson's crew. Mm -hmm. And Leo DiCaprio's character is kind of on the decline. So I have a feeling it's going to build towards something, and that's something being the, the infamous murders. I, or some form of that. It yeah. looks like the previews are beautiful. Yeah, no, like, it looks yes. really good. And he, he's done a really good job of casting people to play other famous people, um, like the guy that plays Bruce Lee. Um, yeah. You have Damian Lewis, who is playing uh, Steve McQueen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's a star-studded cast, and everybody wants to be in a Tarantino movie. You even have um, Margot Robbie and uh, what's his name? Tim Lee, uh, Timothy Oliphant is also in the movie, which is great. And this is also the last role of, the, um, of Luke Perry. Yeah, sad. That he filmed before he tragically died. Way to bring me down, Eric. Thanks. It's what I do. <laughs> Death. <laughs> but I got called out from the Grooming Reaper. Great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I think of, of everything that we've talked about today, um, this is the one that I am literally the most excited about. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's just going to be a dope-ass movie. Um, and Tarantino very rarely disappoints, so... Yeah, no, I, the, like, most people would agree that Jackie Brown is probably the only movie that he didn't knock it out of the park. Yeah. Oh, my Even God. Then. No, 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 but... Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown is a great film, but it's one of the few movies that he's, he's directed that he did not write. Because Jackie Brown is based on a novel. So anything he's written, and, and he's said before in interviews that he only wants to make 10 movies and then retire, but he wants to make 10 amazing movies. Yeah. And then so that he leaves kind of a legacy. He doesn't want to be like someone like um, Takashi Miike, the Japanese director who's directed over 100 films. And, you know, they have various degrees of, right. of success. And Is he counting that star? He's not counting that Star Trek uh, that he keeps trying to get put on. No, and I hope not, honestly. And, and that's me as a huge Tarantino fan. I don't want him directing Star Trek. I don't want him in near. I don't. Anywhere. Yeah, I don't yeah, want him, want him anywhere fucking near mm-hmm. the USS Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Like he has no business. Stay the fuck out of space, Quentin Tarantino. No, it's not he, where you belong. If he were to do his own to that. sci-fi his space movie, great. I don't want him on Star Wars. Uh, Star Trek. Mm. I just. I don't know. I don't know if I trust when, him with sci-fi. When he picks the genre, he doubles down on it. I mean. Look at, at horror. He did Death Proof. Death Proof I love, which a lot yeah. of people don't like it because it's a lot of talking. But but that's what makes really it so good. great. Yeah. Yeah. If you go into a Tarantino movie and you're not there for the dialogue, then you're a fucking idiot. Facts. Yeah. Fight me. Eric is always looking for somebody to fucking fight him. I'm still on this uh, killing everybody and that's what I do, but I got called out. Listen. You're the one who's like, there's no deaths this week. I guess we're good. There weren't any... Uh, Anywho, all right. So look, guys, we just there's gave death every you- day. <laughs> oh my god! Anyone can get it. Oh, why am I friends with you, lunatics? <laughs> well, he's your brother. People, yeah. people die. Every day. You got no s- choice. <laughs> people die every one. day, dog. I am a choice. <laughs> Are you? Pew, pew. You're kind of not a choice no, anymore. I am a choice. <laughs> you make it every day. Uh, whatever. <laughs> all right. So. um if you don't know what to go to the movies to see between now and the end of July, it really is your own damn fault because we've given you some pretty good things here. You know, there's always other things coming out. Plus, there have been so many movies mm-hmm. um, over the last month, month and a half. Um, there's still some that are probably going to be in the theaters like through the rest of this month. So if you didn't catch some of the stuff that we've previously previewed and reviewed, um, you can also add those to your list. So with that said, um, yeah, those are your previews for this week. Manira, you got any uh, grab bag stuff? Because it's time for your grab bag. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody loves us. uh, We don't have anything. And uh, everyone's garbage. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, we don't have anything. Nobody loves us. It's the summer. Nobody cares about us. It's fine. Yeah, I bet you the grab bag will really get jumping in in the the fall fall when y'all don't have anything to do but cuff and watch TV. Yeah, Um, that'll be exciting. And then we'll talk about it. I don't want. No, you don't. I don't want cuffing bag grab bags. No. That could get weird. 
I, okay, well, we'll pick from I mean, the you, ones you that might, are... You might need an episode where we just talk about, you know, movies to get cuffed to. Um, um, that's on the list. That's spicy. So. And he didn't even have his pistachios right? today. I haven't, I haven't eaten them. I wasn't in a pistachio mood. <laughs> I got but uh, pistachios can uh, sponsor us as well. Yeah. <laughs> I got these gross the tortilla chips that are sweet chili and not very good. Don't, yeah, don't yeah, eat them, dude. Never get those again. But, but why do you keep eating them, though? Like, after, why do people do that? Mm. Like, I haven't had lunch and I'm mm. hungry. <laughs> Uh, this is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Let me have another, another one. one. No, bitch, maybe it's, it'll dis- it's gross. It's not going to stop being maybe, gross. Maybe it'll build up a flavor the profile. Fuck? How many right. have you had already? Because it's like not going to. Like four? Then no, no, it's not going to. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? All right, get out. Let's get out anyway, of here. Anyway, yeah, we're going to get out of here. So so before we go, though, any yes. final thoughts, guys? Are you um, guys good? I'm excited for all these movies, but Spider-Man comes out on Tuesday. So. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> That's what I'm excited um, about. Also excited for Spider-Man. These chips are gross. <laughs> um, yeah. Now they're dry too. <laughs> <coughs> I'd already eaten it. I stuck to it. Oh I picked. I picked my poison. I you know, I'll, I'll die on my sword. There Whatever. you go. Yeah. No, not great. <sighs> Spider Man's coming out. I'm super hyped. Yeah. Um, we went and saw Avengers over the weekend. Um, I wouldn't say it's worth it to go see it again because there's nothing new in the film. There's like a quick. Well, don't do that. No, no, no go that. see no. it. Go see it. Fuck no, Avatar. Go, go the see it. It's go the see it for the time. You'll no, see no. the. But if you're going to see it thinking there's going to be an amazing post credit scene, oh, there's yeah, not. No. There's no. A, there's actually a really heartfelt tribute to Stan Lee, mm-hmm. um, where everybody kind of talks about you know they, they, you see a lot of him on set doing his cameos in all these movies, but then there's like a two minute Hulk clip that isn't finished, so the the computer animation is not there. It's kind of um what they call an animatic. Okay. So like they kind of place the character in the, the, the in the scene, but his voice his mo- his mouth doesn't move. It's basically the motion capture and it's basically um an alternate version of instead of them meeting him in the diner, it's him saving some people and then Steve Rogers calls them and then he goes to meet them. Huh. All right. It, it's cool to look at, and it would have been cool in the movie, but it, yeah, I, I can die hard. Go, I can understand why they would go fucking it. see it because fuck Avatar and that then, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. just fuck Avatar, and then um, also um, Inner Spider Verse is on Netflix now. So if you haven't yeah, seen is. that, go and watch it a million times. Watch it a million times. I watched it twice today. I watched it once. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we want to thank you for listening. As always, if you like this episode, please rate us, drop a review, subscribe. Um, you know, do all that stuff. Tell your friends, drop a review, write, subscribe, things. write things. Yeah, write into us. Give us um, questions. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram for updates on episode drops or also to ask questions or, yeah. you know, drop ask a line. Ask us questions. Uh, the handle on both is Concentrated Pod. You can also send us questions and topics um, you'd like us to cover what? or feedback. Why are you staring at me? I'm drinking water. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mike also. You didn't hear me drinking water on the mic, did you? <sighs> Nobody heard you hit the mic. Okay, so, oh, yeah. no, so my, fuck these two assholes. Um, you I'm can thirsty. send us an email at concentratedpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and lastly, you can go to the website, uh, www.concentratedpodcast.com for links to all the different listening options. That's it for this week, guys. Bye. Peace. Have a good week and a holiday. Bye. Yeah. Fourth America. America. Right. <laughs> G.I. Joe.